Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing, episode 323. This is the weekly podcast about American flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice, and I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This podcast is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free nationwide online directory to florists, shops, and studios who design with American-grown flowers, and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. And thank you to our lead sponsor for 2017, Certified American-Grown Flowers. The Certified American-Grown program and label provide a guarantee for designers and consumers on the source of their flowers. Take pride in your flowers and buy with confidence. Ask for Certified American-Grown Flowers. To learn more, visit americangrownflowers.org. Today, we catch up with past guests of this podcast, Casey Cronquist, Administrator for Certified American Grown, which also produces the Field to Vase Dinner Tour, now in its third year. Full disclosure, as you heard at the top of this show, Certified American Grown is a Slow Flowers sponsor, and I've participated with the campaign as both an unpaid industry volunteer and a paid communications consultant on various projects, dating back to the initial launch of Certified American Grown in 2014. The updates I asked Casey to share with us today are timely and newsworthy, and I hope will bring you up to speed on this emerging program that certifies and labels millions of stems of flowers and foliage grown in the U.S. We'll also discuss exciting news about a recent industry award bestowed upon the Field to Vase Dinner Tour. Casey and I recorded our conversation at the October 8th Field to Vase Dinner held at Hope Flower Farm in Waterford, Virginia, the farm owned by farmer florist Holly Chapel and her husband, Evan Chapel. It was a beautiful event, and you can see photos of their farm, the local and American-grown floral decor, the historic barn where we all gathered at trestle tables underneath three magnificent botanical chandeliers, and so much more. I'll share those photos in the show notes for episode 232 at deborahprinzing.com. You can also find links to past interviews I've conducted with Casey as a guest, as well as to the Certified American Grown Labeling Program, including details on how your farm can get involved. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing. And, um, I'm happy to introduce, uh, for the fifth time, Casey Cronquist. Uh, Casey is the um, administrator of the Certified American Grown Program, among other things. Hi, Casey. Hi. Hi, Deborah. Thanks for coming back on with me. It's great to be on with you. Thank you. Yeah, we planned this because we knew we would see each other here at Hope Farm in Waterford, Virginia, which is owned by Holly and Evan Chapel. And Hope Farm is hosting one of the last Field to Vase dinners uh, this year. Mm -hmm. And so, just your... You've been in the works on this for a long time. Right? And a long time. In fact, you know, when Holly started, you know, describing her vision of becoming a flower farmer, uh, it was not long after that we were talking about, you know, if the if it was possible for the dinner tour to stop by her farm, and uh, and in over the course of three years, yeah. you know, it took it a couple actually, years to get here. Yeah, and I think you know, on her side, she was still uh, casting that vision and planting flowers. Yeah, and now she's got 
quite a lot to show for it. Yeah. And, so. and we're going to do, uh, I'm going to have her on the podcast later on um, this week because I'm going to be here for flower stock. Yep. Um, so you keep a tally of how, uh, what number of field debased dinners we're at. What is this one? This is 23. Okay. Yep. Wow. So 24. So next, next the, there's one more in 2018. It'll be 24 over the course of three years. So a yep. little more news on that later, but, um, <clears throat> some of you may know what the certified American grown program is. They're a sponsor of the soul flowers podcast. And Casey and I are longtime friends and colleagues in cohorts in this pursuit of, um, helping consumers know where their flowers come from. The certified program has been going on for, is it two years or three Since years? Since 2014. This, we just celebrated our third anniversary. Okay. But there's some changes that are going on, and I just thought I'd ask you to kind of reintroduce it to people and talk about sort of the new the new um, certification, because you seem very excited about it, and yeah. kind of it's, it's sort of going to the next level, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think with our new certification company, it helped us shift gears. You know, we were uh, working with another company when we got started. And just like lots of businesses, when you get started, you start off with one, you know, particular vendor or mm-hmm. direction. Um, and as things grow and as opportunity knocks, you recognize that, you know, you, you in order to go to the next level, you're looking at uh, changing things. And I think that's what we yeah. found and where food comes from. Okay. So the, but in general, the, the, the certification, what is it? It's like a independent assessment or something like that, right? Correct. So the reason that we have the certification and the third party uh, involved with this is that in order for our program to establish credibility and protect the investors, which are every farm who becomes certified, is that you have to have somebody that's essentially in charge of guaranteeing and policing. And those two things were going to be very important because more often than not, more farms put more money into the program after they become certified than they did to spend on the program. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean by you know, sleeves, boxes, business cards. Labeling. They put it on so many things. And so uh, in order to really protect that investment, that was one of the premises of the program, one of the founding interests that the farmers didn't want to just give this thing out willy-nilly, you know, and right. find it on any bouquet of flowers in any, you know, store in the United States. It couldn't be that. It had to be different. It had to be something that uh, was being well cared for and well managed. And, you know, I think that is in part why, you know, we've changed gears with where food comes from, because they have a long history in the food business and they have a long history of traceability through, you know, beef and cattle and uh, uh, other products that are within agriculture. Their agriculture based, our our previous certifier was not. Yeah, they were more manufacturing based. Yeah. And so where food comes from is an independent agency that you're contracting with then? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So much like a, a certification for sustainability, all this, this is, this one doesn't deal in sustainability. Um, they are a third party based out of uh, Colorado hmm. and, uh, and we have uh, found that their experience and relationships are going to be things that we're going to need as we go forward from here to benefit the members. Yeah. Yeah. And really shift into the next gear. So, um, you, what kind of services when, when, with this new partnership, is it, is it more like uh, fulfillment and assessment and documentation and like what, what are people, how do people interact with, sure. do they interact with Certified American Grown or where food comes from or both? Well, we're the promotion arm. We're not the certifying arm. Okay. So uh, they'll interact with us for things like our, you know, we're developing a sleeve program, a truck wrap program, a food, flower food program, things that uh, will quickly get people engaged with the brand and buying resources, you know, utilizing their new uh, ac- access to their, you know, unique ID. 
in the logo and the brand. Uh, the cer- so the certification company is separate from that. Um, they don't, they're not participating in, in promotion work. They're just pr- doing the work of certifying our farms. And mm-hmm. so there's a little more rigor now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rigor involved with certification um, is going to be, uh, you know, an interview process with the team there. A lot more hands-on over there. They, right, that's they, what I sense. Yeah, they are definitely, you know, picking up the phone, getting to know everybody, and uh, making sure that they know what's growing. They have some interest in making sure that they have some accountability to how many acres you have versus how many, you know, how many flowers you're expecting to produce, you Mm. know, based on that. And that wasn't a, you know, an expertise that we had before. So, um, it's a lot more, you know, involved for a good reason. And that's going to benefit the farmers who participate and ultimately. Yeah. I think what we see, you know, through this transition, and I was excited about it because, um, we knew that, uh, their name was going to be known. In fact, we've ran into a few cases where flower farmers that are also food farmers have already heard of these folks. Okay. And so, you know, they're really big in the non-GMO, uh, program. So they're one of the, one of the official certifiers for the label that you see in grocery stores for that. And so, uh, like one of our lettuce farms, uh, who's also a flower farm has, has worked with them before, really enjoys them and understands what they're about. And, uh, so I think it's a, a, a great fit and the customer service in and by itself is going to be uh, a tremendous step forward for us because they are just as interested in moving these other directions as I've been. Which is the sort of like offering, um, menu of, of branding products and, and accessories and all of that or well, more? No, mostly on uh, types of farms, the, okay. uh, kind of the universe that's out there for the opportunity that this is. Well, and you've talked about that before, like wanting right. to get, have like cut flower farming and dot, 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 like Correct. related yep. agriculture. Is yep. that what you mean? Yeah. I think it'll expand into, in, into, you know, the floral quality potted products as we already have a okay. certification for, but haven't really engaged, but they know those folks uh, in some cases uh, more than we do. And I spend a lot of time around cut flower farmers, but not a lot of time around nurseries. Yeah. And they, they have those relationships. Uh, Such an obvious uh, path to go. So like yeah. uh, potted hydrangeas, potted orchids, roses, things that are, are sold at multiple retail channels, but are considered more floral than gardening. Right. So you think about a garden or a floral department that has cuts. They also have a lot of these, you know, mini roses, potted product stuff for mm-hmm. gifting. And, uh, we've been in conversations with mass markets who wanted the whole department to be you know, certified. certified with all those vendors that they had inside those spaces. And, and, uh, we just haven't had the partner to pursue. Yeah. That's and they a good are, opportunity. they are going to be quick at it. So, um, with this kind of, would you call this like a rebranding or a relaunch? You relaunch. had, you did a relaunch, mm-hmm. like what, like within the last month, right? Yeah. It was the 14th of September. Okay. And, uh, we needed to have a transition period between the previous certifier. So they're recertifying everybody who was, and then, you know, what was exciting about the certification, the relaunch of the certification in terms of, you know, it was kind of another way to celebrate our third anniversary, mm-hmm. but you know, we kind of, uh, we kind of went with the relaunch because it was a good opportunity. It was. And, and, uh, you know, we ended up, um, with about a hundred farms, uh, now in the, in the process of being interested in being, you know, certified. So it was a good move for us. That's, that's more than double the number of farms you have right now then, right? Well, if they became certified. Okay. Yeah. I think, um, you know, we've done a much better job working with where food comes from on the relationship building as well with, with the certification. And so, you know, it's a conversation, not, you know, the certification isn't for every farmer in that way that, you know, if you're not, you know, if, if this isn't, um, 
you know, a business for you. Yeah, if this you have to see a tool, it's a tool and you have to decide if it's right for you. Yeah, you need to be, you know, typically, you know, the farms who are investing are looking for some credibility, legitimacy. They're looking for uh, a differentiator in their marketplace. Um, yep. I think those things are the things that keep getting repeated when we ask, you know, what's your interest in yep. being certified? I and, agree. And so those, those qualifiers in retail, you know, really set them apart from, the hobby farm or the, you know, the garden farm. That, or or the um, farmer's market, yeah. local farm, yeah. But we have a lot of big farms that are do farmer's market. But I think That's it's true. that separation of, you know, I'm going, I'm graduating to this. You're and right. I think that is where we're starting to see, um, you know, farms that are seeing the opportunity of being together, large farms with the small farms. And, and, you know, I think our future here is, you know, also connecting that relationship that, you know, these guys are essentially, you know, a tapestry of, opportunity together and so across the country right and i've got farms who go out of season who want to get to know the large farms who don't so that they can keep providing certified american grown flowers to customers right. year round right i've and heard that's that story big well and it's lesson learned from uh andrea well the seattle growers wholesale mm, market yeah you know they, oh. they have uh you know found ways to sustain operational yes. uh, providing flowers to customers when they're not in season. <laughs> I and thought you were going to talk about Andrea Gagnon of Linvale because she's a certified farm yes. who does floral design in the off season. And yeah. she's a, she relies on yeah. bringing in, you know, product from her, her Has to. fellow farms. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where I think the program mm-hmm. is now headed in doing a much better job of explaining the, uh, how the big umbrella is supposed to work, you know, mm-hmm. that it's not a, it's not a competitive issue. It's an issue of, you know, how do you sustain a, a promise, uh, a, a business building promise to these designers? And Holly's a good example of many years of discussion about how do you sustain what she does at this level um, with American Grown Flowers. And, and it's through a network. It's through a tapestry. It's through a conversation and context that says that, yeah, there are seasons where, you know, local doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, seasonality and locality are issues when you're somebody like Holly who's producing events and weddings on your own basis. And yeah. and I think that's where American Grown, you know, does a great job of of answering that question. Um I just have a couple thoughts, a comments I want to make in response before we move on to the second topic we want to talk about. One is we I was I didn't mean to fixate on the number of farms because even um, I re- remember that in the past, you and I both have been much more excited about saying millions of stems yes. of certified American grown flowers. So the volume is mind blowing. Yeah. And, I, and do you actually know that number? Or you, you kind of, I mean, I think it's safe to say millions of stems, oh, right? Yeah, hundreds of billions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. that's the that's filling in this huge void in the marketplace where flower or. Um, Origin labeling has not existed until this program was, um, on a national level, was until this program was developed. Yeah, we went to uh, Wegmans today to grab some drinks for our, we, do, we like to do these lunch meetings before the dinner, you know, with the team and kind of gather together. And so we were picking up water and plates and things to get ready for today and went to the floral department, of course. I had never been to a Wegmans, and so mm. I was interested in uh, seeing what they're offering back there. Um, and so sure enough, you know, you go back there and you'll find certified American grown uh, stock. You know, you're looking at, you know, I know the numbers that I can see in the unique ID numbers, which farm it is. But, you know, Ocean View, Sun Valley, some of these farms who have uh, the ability and the relationships to fulfill the brand in these stores across the country. That's cool. It is really cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, just comment on is that when you did the relaunch um, on, you kind of did it as a... Um, like a live Facebook live thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a contest or something for giving away one year's free 
certification. Yes. And I just heard from the woman who won, and she was so thrilled. Yes. And um, she's a farmer in, is she Birmingham, Alabama, I think? Alabama, yep. And um, we'll, we'll put a link. I can't remember. Is it Grace? Grace Gardens. Grace yep. Gardens, yeah. Yep. Anyway, I wanted to give, she, she contacted me and just told me how excited she was to have that um, very surprising, you know, win and yeah. i don't know was it like a, a random drawing or how did yeah you get it? yeah we uh that, we obviously were encouraging farms who were interested to sign up and, and if you signed up after our uh, facebook live episode uh you were entered into a random drawing for oh. certification for a year that's neat yeah. that's neat I, I i look forward to seeing what she does with that that's exciting um okay there's some other big news that, that i feel like we should celebrate and that is this marketer of the year award that certified american grown specifically the field of Ace dinner tour has just earned can you talk about that, is yeah. that did i yeah. describe it correctly yeah yeah okay. yeah no floral management which is uh the magazine for saf uh every year there's a, a contest uh that awards a, a member of the industry a member of saf for their marketing efforts and so you know looking back you'll have designers or floral shops. Uh, in fact, Sun Valley won one year for I was, their work. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Women's Day. And so uh, at some point it came up, and, and, and I give Diana Roy from Resendez Brothers uh, great credit because she was very encouraging, like, you know, this is award-winning. You should apply. Mm-hmm. And I told her at the time I didn't think, you know, our – program was eligible because we were an association. I didn't think, I thought it was more, you know, companies, people, member, company members. And uh, so we called Kate Penn. I called Kate Penn and I asked her if she thought, you know, what we were doing was eligible and, and, you know, long story short, it was. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, It's a no brainer. When I saw it, I was like, well, of course, this is like the most exciting uh, campaign in the U.S. floral industry promoting American grown flowers and um, Society of American Florists should take note and recognize that. And yeah. so the cover of floral management is the iconic graphic of Fields of Ace on a place setting. Yeah. And we'll put a, I'll put a photo of that on our show notes because, um, I mean, I've been so involved in Fields of Ace Dinner that that is a very recognizable graphic. But I think it's recognizable across the industry now. Yeah, I think the and, and it's going to be great tonight. There's going to be some awesome photos. But when we have those farm tables and we've got the uh, you know that wood look and just everything that makes this dinner spectacular, the crisscrossing the country, you know, putting these tables down at America's most beautiful flower farms and and letting people come in and enjoy and experience what has been this you know transition from thinking about it for food to you know getting yeah. people to pay attention to flowers. The the dinner tour has it's not just that it is you know being recognized as award-winning there there really isn't anything else in the industry doing promotion like this nationally and so uh that i think you know also like you said kind of made it the no-brainer um there's a lot of talk about national promotion work and and i've been a part of those for 10 years but (laughs) this has been one of those things that really stands out as you know consumer facing promotions well what do you Okay, I just have to stop and say I I was there at the beginning, so I feel a sense that this I get to claim sure. claim award winning yeah, too, yeah. Um, just because it was such a passion project for so long before more people got on board, and yeah. you, you know I think together with a, a, a cadre of people we we saw the vision, and now as you've said and you've used this term, it's like proof of concept. Mm-hmm. What what do you think winning the award is? Is it going to do anything to like help 
um, expand or broaden or bring in new partners? Like, what are you what are you hoping to get? You know, to leverage this to to achieve? Well, already the above, all of the above. Okay. I think you know we we you know have started to receive phone calls, both congratulatory and certainly you know new ideas. You know, one of the things uh, is you know where are you going next year, mm-hmm. and you know really taking advantage of the of the attention that the award has brought um, within the industry. So right. at, I, at many different channels, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I think we, you know, we obviously have been doing a good job, you know, trying to get the word out ourselves, but at the same time, when you have someone like SAF who a lot of people have followed for many, many years, um, come around the event and highlight it like they have, it brings a whole level of awareness that, you know, we we earned. Yes, you did. And I um you're right. It's it's almost just like getting that good housekeeping seal of approval to have an industry award. Um, you're not this crazy guy off on uh, you know his <laughs> you know kind of lone <laughs> lone path trying to you know change everything. You've brought everyone in the industry involved in it, and um, I guess I was trying to say Don Quixote. I couldn't think of that. <laughs> the Don Quixote of, of local no, flowers. No, um, no. You're not that. You're you're you might have been that. Four years ago, but this is like in the vernacular of the industry now, and winning the award is just kind of a affirmation of that. So, yeah, uh, it's awesome. I'm really, I'm yeah. really pleased for that. Well, it's it's gotten some international attention too. Yes. Well, I know that there's some farmers up in Canada who yeah. are trying to yeah. do something similar. Is that what you yeah, meant? Yeah. 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 It was fun to watch um, that program come together. I, I, you know, they've reached out to talk, but. Um, but yeah, I think proof and concept and just, you know, having examples like that where, you know, it, it, it's appealing. It just, yeah. it has, it's, it's magical when you come to see these farms in person and then it's good for the farms, it's good for the industry. And of course the consumers just fall in love. Yeah. Um, you alluded to 2018. So where are you at on that? Before we wrap up, I want to make sure that people, if they're interested, know, mm-hmm. know that you're still putting that, those dates and locations together, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got one we've announced, um, and it's the tradition of going back to the flower fields, which, uh, it's just, you know, if you haven't been to the flower fields of Carlsbad, it's the iconic, you know, 50 acres of full bloom ranunculus. And, and it's, and of course it's, it's, it's got its own, uh, market energy now, but I think we were yeah, looking but at, I mean, that was sort of, that's sort of like a, um, an anchor date, an anchor location. You yeah. always, it seems like you always want to be there. We do. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the Disneyland of yeah. our tour. You mm-hmm. know, people from all over the country will fly in for this one too, and and of course it's in South uh, Southern California, so it's just got it's it's got a lot of energy around it. So we like that one. Um, but we, we're we're down to we want to do seven again next year. So there's one, and uh, we've probably got five pretty much or no four pretty much locked down, giving us a total of five with two still mm-hmm. hanging out there of like. Where are we going to go? Well, people, I, I've seen all the chatter on social media, and this is, happens, you know, everyone's like, well, I would love to have it come to my city. Mm-hmm. But in, in the criteria is you really do want to have a host farm that is part of the Certified American Grown Program, sure. mostly. I mean, that, Absolutely. there's probably even a few exceptions, yeah. but that's your goal, right? Absolutely, yeah. You would, you would, if they're not certified today, you would become certified to host. Right, and, uh, right. And so there was, you know, criteria involved. Usually that's not too hard to convince if we're looking no. at a region and somebody's raising their hands and we say, well, you need to become part of the team. Uh, they're quick to do that. And that's happened in the past. But, um, 
but yeah, there are other criteria. We, we are looking at geography and we're looking for that other, you know, I think Alaska was the one that was like, you know, destination, <laughs> like people, you know, in part didn't think it might work because it was so far away and then, you know, sold out two months ahead of time. So I think, I think we have one of those that we have in mind and I'm excited about where those conversations are going. If we can host that one, that's going to be one that I think, you know, is like that standout Alaska experience. Well, you know, when I um, talked about uh, the kind of floral insights um, and forecast for 2017, I don't know why I didn't do it earlier, but it finally dawned on me that floral tourism is a, a thing. And just like agritourism is. And mm-hmm. so we we talked about the Field to Base Dinner Tour being one example mm-hmm. of floral tourism. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that with Alaska being, it's truly tourism. It's like vacation, floral vacation level mm-hmm. where you do need to let people know early enough to make, you know, invest in plane tickets and whatnot. And yep. so that sounds like that's going to be the 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 special surprise for 2018 is something like that. Yeah, and one of the things that we're doing going into next year is we are reaching out um, specifically to the tourism. Right now, we're working with uh, uh, Loudoun, um, County, Loudoun County, and we're right. working with um, the tourism, both uh, Visit Florida and the local tourism bureau there uh, near Seville. And that has become, I think, something that is just a clear relationship when we bring the tour to a community, you know, letting those leaders in the community know it's coming. And, you know, whether we're in Homer or we're, you know, back in Carlsbad, bringing those leaders of those communities around the event really big, makes a big difference. Yeah. And you said Seville. So let's say what that that's your last dinner that's of it. 2017. And yep. do, can you remind us when that is and where it is? Uh, November... Oh, first weekend of November. Yeah, gosh, the fourth maybe. Well, <laughs> don't know. worry, I didn't mean to put I it on the spot. I think it's November eighteenth. Oh, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, we'll I clean that double, up. Double look at that. So it's at um, Fern Trust Farm yeah. in Seville, Florida. Yeah, it's a farm co-op down there. Uh, they represent a, a group of flower farmers at, that uh, all funnel their ferns and greens into a co-op, and then they market it as Fern Trust, and it's a it's a really great organization they they are on the edge of cutting edge of a lot of things that you see in the industry that uh, come out from oh, their farms their products fabulous yeah. and i've been really touched by just seeing what's happened to florida farmers in general but mm-hmm. all the flower farmers coping with hurricanes and they're having to do some rebuilding mm-hmm. and they're committed to having this dinner um mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, it's going to be a way to support them by going. Yeah, you'll remember, you know, a year ago we uh, recognized them for Hurricane Matthew when it came through and uh, really messed things up. And we dedicated a flag at Wolf's, uh, you know, flower farmers standing with the flower fern farmers of Florida, and it was a really great right. uh, tribute to w- what was a really devastating uh, weather event. And then they have another hurricane in less than 12 months come through and rip all that shade cloth up. And so now we're in a situation where, you know, we thought we were going to come back just to show what rebuilding looks like from that first hurricane. Uh, But now we're coming on the heels of Irma, which, um, you know, fortunately didn't hit them quite as hard. But still, you know, they're hustling right now to kind of put things together. But I can see why tourism wants to get involved because Florida just needs tourism to help, you know, sustain the economic base of of that state, which is so tourist base yeah. is dependent i guess yeah so going to a dinner on a fern farm uh in november is a pretty sweet way to show your support for that absolutely oh well casey um i know you've got to go get ready and i do too for the dinner tonight is there anything else that you want to mention that i haven't asked you otherwise just um promise that i'll get to 
share a glass of wine with you and toast you later on for all these wins. Yeah, this has been a fun year. I think, you know, when you look back, 2017 has been, uh, you know, between our Washington, D.C. advocacy work, uh, the First Lady's Luncheon. Uh, I think we, you know, continue to sell these events out and we've had, you know, just so much interest and participation. The momentum has been great. It's been the best year yet. Great. Well, we're going to have all those resources that we've discussed on the show notes at DebraPrinzing.com, including um, the, the, new land, the new landing page for information about the certified program, right? Right. And so, okay, great. Yeah. And of course, everyone can always reach out to you. You're, you're pretty accessible. So I try to be. Yeah. yeah. You, you return phone calls and emails. It maybe takes 24 hours, but I'm not promising anything, but Casey's, <laughs> Casey's accessible. So, yeah. um, and there's a lot of information just out there online. Yeah. So... Um, congratulations, Thank and you. I'm glad we got to do this. Yes, me too. It's going to be a fun party. Tonight. Okay, thanks, Casey. Right. Thank joining us today as Casey and I discussed the final Field to Vase dinner of 2017 takes place this weekend on November 18th at Fern Trust in Seville, Florida. And soon the lineup of venues will be announced for 2018. I'll have a link at our show notes where you can sign up to receive announcements and more details for next year's uh, tour. The Slow Flowers podcast has been downloaded more than 253,000 times by listeners like you. Thank you to each one of you for downloading, listening, commenting, and sharing. It means so much. If you value the content you receive each week, I invite you to show your thanks and support the Slow Flowers podcast with a donation. The button can be found on our homepage in the right column. Your contributions will help make it possible to transcribe future episodes of the podcast. Thank you to our family of sponsors, Arctic Alaska Peonies, a cooperative of 50 family farms in the heart of Alaska, providing high-quality, American-grown peony flowers during the months of July and August. Visit them today at arcticalaskapeonies.com. Seattle Wholesale Growers Market, a farmer-owned cooperative committed to providing the very best the Pacific Northwest has to offer in cut flowers, foliage, and plants. The Growers Market's mission is to foster a vibrant marketplace that sustains local flower farms and provides top-quality products and services to the local floral industry. Find them at seattlewholesalegrowersmarket.com. Longfield Gardens provides home gardeners with high-quality flower bulbs and perennials. Their online store offers plants for every region and every season, from tulips and daffodils to dahlias, caladiums, and amaryllis. Visit them at longfield-gardens.com. Syndicate Sales, an American manufacturer of vases and accessories for the professional florist. Look for the American flag icon to find Syndicate's USA-made products and join the Syndicate Stars loyalty program at syndicatesales.com. Johnny's Selected Seeds, an employee-owned company that provides our industry the best flower, herb, and vegetable seeds, supplied to farms large and small, and even backyard cutting gardens like mine. Check them out at johnnysseeds.com. The Association of Specialty Cut Flower Growers, formed in 1988, ASCFG was created to educate, unite, and support commercial cut flower growers. Its mission is to help growers produce high-quality floral material and to foster and promote the local availability of that product. Learn more at ASCFG.org. 
I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of the Slow Flowers podcast. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more American-grown flowers on the table, one vase at a time. And if you like what you hear, please consider logging on to iTunes and posting a listener review. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. The Slow Flowers podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. Learn more about his work at kinetictreefitness.com. Thank you.